You're listening to The Gospel Underground, the only podcast that helps new and aspiring gospel artists develop the skills to become influential music ministers. It features resources and tips to help empower indie artists to own and operate their music ministry for major impact. And I'm your host, Janice Levine. So let's get this show started. Catch it in the TV, catch it on the road, catch it in the church house, sing it to the souls. This is different from any other sound because you're listening to the gospel underground. Praise the Lord, family, and welcome back to another episode of The Gospel Underground. I am your host, Janice Levant, and as always, I count it an honor and a privilege to share with you all and to pour into your music ministries. So I am back with part two of my interview with Sean Scales. Y'all, wasn't part one so good? Oh my goodness, but we are not done yet. We have a whole nother portion to share with you all. And I am so excited. Now, before we get into this part two of his conversation or my conversation with Sean Scales, I just wanted to share with you all a couple of announcements. This is the last episode in season three, as well as the last episode of 2021. One. Yes, this has been an incredible year for the Gospel Underground. We've done some amazing things. We've hit some really great markers. We've uh, been overseas and, 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 and landed in charts overseas. So I'm just so excited about what the Lord is doing for and with the Gospel Underground. And I'm looking forward to so much more. So yes, I'm going to be taking a little bit of a break. We're going to go on break as we always do at the end of every season. I'm taking three weeks off and then we will be back with more episodes of the Gospel Underground on January 9th. So mark your calendar, stay tuned to your emails because you know I like to chat with you all sometimes in the emails. Stay tuned because 2022 is about to be that year, honey. It's about to be that year for the Gospel Underground. So I am so excited about it. And I'm really, really, really grateful for this break as well. Y'all know I am a one woman show and I have just been working so hard um, on my lonesome, okay? Uh, Working so hard on my own and I'm just looking forward to incorporating some team members next year and just so many other things. So stay close to your emails and make sure you join us back here on January 9th for season four of the Gospel Underground. So like I said earlier, today's episode is part two of my conversation with Sean Scales. Now, if you did not listen to the first episode of or first uh, part of his conversation, I want you to go back and listen to that. Also, do not forget that if you would like to watch this video interview, you can do that on our YouTube channel. Just search the Gospel Underground on YouTube and you will be able to find the interview there. Okay. And I'll also go ahead and put the link to that in today's show notes. So yes, today is part two of my conversation with Sean Scales. Enjoy. And I'm talking to, <laughs> I'm talking to Abba, you know, and he says, tweet Lowell Pie. Tweet him. So I tweet him. I say, hey, Lowell, I, you know, I want to collab with you. I'm a no name. He don't know me. And I said, and, and, and all of a sudden I get this text. I'm going to tweet and it says, send me something, bro. I thought it was, I thought it was a joke. So I DM'd him and he DM'd me his, um, you know, his email. And by that time, I came out with another record called The Scales Compilation. And um, on that record, I had a song. It kind of puts you in the mind of The Temptations. Papa was a rolling stone. It's called All Right. And 
I sent that to him. And I'm thinking, all right, man, this is going to be a chance for me to get a collab with Lowell Pie because I used to listen to Men of Standard all the time. So I'm also showing you that the things that you're into in your purest state, that's not for, it's not by chance. I've just about met everybody that's been in my catalog. So back to that. So he heard it. He said, call me, bro. Sent me his number. He said, I want, I want that song. Cause I was getting ready to say, Hey, Lowell, let's do a remix. And the Lord said, no, don't say that. Just say, here's the song. So, so I'm also learning how to present. So I just, I'm like, well, what about me? He said, what about you? I'm trying to get you somewhere where you can't go. Right. So I had to let it go. Right. So, um, he said, man, I want to use that song. I've been looking for a song to hold me over. And that song, all right, 2015, from 2013 to 2015, it peaked at number 15 on the billboards. The royalty check came to me. I'm the writer and the producer. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, and big ups to him because he said, I don't want nothing from you. I just want, I need a record to hold me over. Didn't even know, didn't even know that Lowell was from Detroit. Now the song again. Ooh, I believe that while we make it all right. Sound like we'll put you in the mind of a Detroit Motown, right? Didn't even know he was from the D. I was like, man, look at this coming together. And you know, the radio stations wanted to make sure we weren't gonna get sued. They was like, nah, they, it made it clears, it clears. Right, every time he get ready to look like it, he does a whole nother change. It's his, his. I'm like, all right, cool, cool. I didn't know. I was just doing what I heard, you know, um, or what have you. So that peaked at number fifteen on the billboards, and uh, and then what he did, um, he introduced me to uh, my sis, my big sis out of Atlanta, GA, Monica Lisa Stevenson, and uh, Monica Lisa Stevenson. Um, not too long ago, she was she had the number one record on billboard, you know, with, uh, Paul Porter, uh, you know, so, uh, but, um, you know, I met her husband, her and her husband and they said, Hey, we need a song. Well, on the skills compilation record, um, there's a song called speechless and they made it into a acoustic tune with Lisa Knowles. And that peaked at number 36 on the billboards. Check in the mail, you know, so, um, all of these influences is coming, you know, and so that's how I got my start by writing for others. Um, had a chance to work with my other sister from, from, from the Ville, Jacksonville, Lisa McClendon, you know. Uh, so, you know, like I said, all of this, no entourage. I, I wasn't at and I'm not knocking any of that. I wasn't at all the, the conferences trying to, you know, get in people's faces. It was literally the most high God instructing me every single way. So I don't have that story of, I don't got, I don't, I just don't have certain trials and, you know, trial tests and trials I have, but certain ones I don't have because he, he was the source of it all. He kind of led me, you know, and still leading me to this very day. So, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I am just like, I know you can see me. I'm just like going crazy over here. Um, you said so much that was so good. But the thing that stands out uh, for me the most, um, 
is how you sought the Lord and he gave you direct, you know, what to do. My father preached a sermon recently um, from Second Chronicles 26 and 5, and he kept stressing. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. And I just love every piece of your story, even how the music that you had already done for yourself, how God was like, that's cute, but I want to take it to another level. And he allowed you to prosper um, by having those songs be sung by other individuals. Yep. That is just... Yep everything and i'm so inspired and i'm so like woo! all right calm down Janice. <laughs> so if you don't know i've adopted you as my brother so we we family okay you are my brother and i'm just i'm so inspired by you because like i said i re- read your bio and all these different things and you know we search out people to before we interview them and all that and i saw that these these were some of the things that you had done and i was like yo this is the path that i'm on this is what i want to do mm-hmm. and certainly even in my life the lord has been doing a lot of those same things i prayed about something specific and the lord said do this and even how he was very distinct in how you should present yourself it was so funny because i had a situation where i was approaching a producer and the lord said tell him xyz this is what you want mm-hmm. and when i shared that with him now we have this incredible relationship where we're working together oh. so god is god is the bomb.com y'all okay mm-hmm. <laughs> and he will lead you and guide yes, you in all truth and as long as you seek the lord he will make you prosper who God is good. I'm just, I'm ready to shout. Okay. I'm ready to shout. <laughs> but anyways, before I, before I shout, let me hold my mule. Um, I wanted to touch on the business aspect of it all. Uh, because like I said, I'm starting to go in that lane and um, I've recently collaborated with an artist. Um, and let me just go backwards a little bit. The first time that I collaborated with somebody was several years ago. Okay. I've been signed up with BMI for quite a while now as well. But I had no thoughts or ideas. And in this collaboration, he wanted me to sing and write the hook of a song. Mm-hmm. I had no knowledge of split sheets. I had no knowledge of the fact that I could negotiate what percentage. I, I had no knowledge of none of that. All I knew was I was signed up to BMI. He was like, you know, what PRO are you with? Um, and that was that. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, you know, I went and looked, he gave me a very fair percentage and I'm very happy about that. But there are so many artists, have mercy, this hurts my soul when I think about it. But there are so many artists that are so excited about the creative. They're so excited about what the Lord has given them. And rightfully so, you should be excited. The most high God has found favor in you to lend you a piece of himself for you to be creative and to create something beautiful and amazing. But so many are releasing and creating music and they are not taking care of business. So um, I would love for you to just kind of walk us down through the process, the business side of a process of you collaborating with somebody. Like so, like I said before, so many people don't, don't they've never even heard of split sheets. They don't know what a PRO is. They don't know about none of that. They don't know where their royalties are coming from. They know none of it. So if you could just walk us through the process, your process of how you handle business, um, if and when you are approached to do a collaboration. Yeah, sure. Um, a lot of, um, it's a great question. And um, it's very important to to know the business, uh, business side to the best of your ability. And it's ever evolving, but there's some foundational pieces um, that you should have in place. And you've mentioned that. Um, the P- performance rights organization, um, and which are also abbreviated pros. 
Um, and it could be ASCAP, CSAC, BMI. Um, you also can get into Harry Fox as well. Um, but BMI is, is kind of one of the prominent ones, um, you know, um, in that regard there. I love their split sheets, um, you know, 100 um, percent from the uh, from the writer's perspective and then 100 percent from the publisher's perspective um, in that regard. there. So that's what that's broken down into. Um, I've been blessed to um, be able to write music and present it as it's already done. So that means I have, you know, I've already copywritten the, you know, material. Um, and then I've registered, you know, my catalog with BMI. And then I also now register it with Sound Exchange. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, I just learned about that right. recently. So, <laughs> you, you know, and then you can also do Song Trust as well. Um, there, there are, these are um, entities and organizations that are designed to go after um, your streaming and things of that nature. Um, go after those uh, where BMI may not catch um, catch it, and Harry Fox as well. Um, you know, so those are uh, those type of entities that um, are are there. Um, you also depend once your song on the billboards, and we can talk about that later. I just want to give you all right was one of my uh, door openers um, or lessons to uh, mechanical licensing. So Lowell, that the record all right got to number 15 at that level, at that number around 15, um, you know, for all those, you know, that are aspiring to be on the billboards as you, you know, begin to matriculate through that, through that process. Um, what it end up happening is, um, there are so, uh, soundtracks, you know, the soundtrack, uh, companies, they will make your sound, your song, a soundtrack. So, uh, a friend of mine, you know, a friend was happened to be in a mall and they, they said, Hey, Sean, do you know, all right is a soundtrack. I said, no, take a picture of it and send it to me. I said, take a picture of the back, take a picture of the back, get the back, like get all that. I need to know who, what I called them. And I said, uh, I said, what if, uh, what if, can I ask you a question? What if you did a song that wasn't yours? What would you do? And they would say, they said, um, well, what song is it in particular that you're talking about? I said, there's a song by Lowell Pye and, um, you know, it's called All Right. And they said, no, uh, Baby Dove wrote that. So at that time, they thought, because, you know, your songs are universal. Everybody's got the same kind of type of title song. Well, they wrote a song called All Right on MOS, uh, Men of Standard, uh, Surrounded Record. So they were thinking, hey, this is Baby Dove and them. And I said, no, this is Sean Scales and them. Scales and okay, them. get it right. And so I was able to send them my catalog, BMI, my number. And they knew right away, called me within a matter of seconds. They was like, because they knew I could sue them. And so they, and so they wrote a check and I got that check within two days for the number of uh, number of CDs that they pressed out, which was um, a thousand. So there's the statutory rate for that you get paid per CD. And so they cut that check to me and I got the, you know, got it in that regard. So that's where your Harry Fox comes in at um, that agency because they look for things like that. Um, You know, and then you got your sound exchange and song trust. Those are streaming. You know, so I, I register that 
um, with with those companies immediately. Um, if I was doing a collaboration, once we decide on a uh, once we decide on a format, etc., so forth, out out the gate, I'm copywriting. Um, and, and you know, and we're dra- I have you know drafted up uh, actual contractual agreements that we go that we sign on that we say, okay, you're co-writer, I'm co-writer, you're this, you're that. We're I'm actually defining the roles. What role? What role do you have? That's the split sheet. You know what role is it? You know, and and we define those roles, and then we work from there. And everything happens from the from the definition that we've defined and agreed on, um, and then we go from there, making sure everybody gets what you know all of that percentage wise. So you know, in essence, that's I mean that's the infancy stages, and that's that's the foundation, if you will. You know, um, yeah, that's the foundation. It, it it doesn't start with DistroKid. It doesn't start with Studio Baby. Uh, or you know, I to I core or you know whatever <laughs> you know, um, and the tune core I say I core uh, tune core. It doesn't start with with that. It starts with this stuff: copyright, BMI, song trust, sound exchange. You know, it starts there, um, and 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 then it spreads abroad. Absolutely. I agree with you a thousand percent. Um, and like I said before, it's really sad and a shame at, at even in 2021, how so many independent gospel artists are still ignorant to these things. And I don't mean to sound mean or harsh about that, but there is a lack of knowledge in these areas. Um, and it really we got to come up higher. Okay. Especially if we are doing God's music, you know, everything that we do for the Lord must be done in excellence. And that includes your business. Okay. (laughs) And on top of that, you don't want um, someone to take advantage of you because yes, we're in the gospel music industry, but the music industry is the music industry. Um, And, you know, everybody is, is not nice. Everybody is not kind. And one of the I think the biggest music business lesson that I have learned is that nobody is required to teach you the business, even if you are signed with the label, even if you have all these different connections, no one is required to teach you anything. So it just really like bothers my spirit. And I want to do some more things to continue to assist and educate independent gospel artists specifically on this because there's a lot of enthusiasm and a lot of excitement um, and a lot of joy around creating God's music and releasing it. But if you're not doing the business correctly, you are really setting yourself up for failure and you're selling yourself short. So something that I, that I'm real big on is reading. I read everything (laughs) about music business that I can find. And I'm always seeking for like a new book or even like an article or something like that. Are there any books or any like articles or anything like that, that you could suggest that would assist some artists on their music ministry business journey? Yeah. You know, there, there was a book and I, I believe there's so many variations of it. Um, music business one-on-one. And, um, even if you look that up, you're going to find so many variations of it. And it's now available, uh, you know, PDF form and stuff like that. And what it would do is give you contracts. It would give you contracts you can already prefabricated. So you can kind of take a look at it, you know. Um, and I, I'm sure everybody's got a music business one-on-one, so you got to kind of go through it. You want to look through the ones that, that have the forms, uh, you know, and things of that nature. And even though some of those forms may, may not be 
exactly detailed to, you know, um, but you can learn how to draft yours by looking at theirs. You can learn the language um, and things of that nature, even though some of those things may not apply, um, you know, now um, the little verbiage is now dated, uh, but it's still it's still the same. I've seen it in contract. You know, um, it's still the same. I still look at it, you know, and things of that nature. So um, Music Business 101, you know, um, if you're with BMI or ASCAP, please go on BMI and and, and look at um, their newsletters. Look up Sound Exchange. They tell you what they do, you know. Uh, you know, so, so just research those things um, and things of that nature. So we used to have the, the, the back of the CD where you can look at. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I used to love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And remember Gospel Roundup? I don't know. If you right, Roundup, exactly. Roundup. Yep. You know, I, I learned, I, I was learning early, you know, um, and, and I, there's nothing wrong with going to uh, going to the, the popular conferences. But, you know, if you can go to a BMI conference in Nashville, you probably want to go because those are songwriters. And those are People are, you know, who are music curators, um, supervisors over um, movie and film and, you know, sitcoms and things of that nature. So being around that particular environment, I mean, you, please, you know, feel free to go to your, your popular environment, you know, uh, conference. But, you know, a lot of people get caught up and um, going to that and you can learn a lot and you get active and you can get seen and things of that nature. But. Nothing's going to happen after that, you know, <laughs> it might not, you know, the chances are, are slim because it's like a million of us, you know, billion of us, if you will. So um, you've got to know so you can hone in on where exactly um, your angle or, you know, what I'm saying your angle is. So I think I think a lot of times we don't know where our angle is and it's kind of ambiguous, if you will unclear when you go when you go to certain conferences you'll say something like um you know uh uh you gotta know you know whether you're national or local and everybody like amen amen that's what that's right and that's it's so much uh it's so it's so ambiguous it's so broad if you will um of a statement that it's unclear and there's blurred lines when actually that statement doesn't even hold true anymore because you got YouTube, you got you got CD Baby and all that, all that, you got all these digital platforms, right? Um, which reshape the way music. That's how you got these 360 deals where they try to take everything from you. But uh, <laughs> you know, so you're you're really national already. You're really international already. It's just how you worked your sphere of influence. But if I present it to you like this big grandioso thing that you can't get into, it's a lot of, you know, it's just, it's too much. So um, again, if you can go to a Nashville ASCAP, uh, ASCAP or BMI conference, please, you know, please do so. You know, um, if you can look at the newsletter, which you can, it's available, BMI.com, you know, go in there and look at the newsletter. That's how you find out about the conferences you know, and things of that nature. So, yeah. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that. And I know that the listening audience is going to appreciate it as well. So let's go ahead and wrap this up. Let's do some rapid fire questions. This is just for fun. Uh So whatever, uh, the first thing that comes to your mind, just share that answer. Okay. You ready? All right. If you collaborate, if you can collaborate with one artist dead or alive, who would it be? Dietrich, why? Yeah, you know what? I, I think, um, uh, and I had a chance to meet him. Actually, I met him this year, and, and uh, cool, cool cat. We, what? I, I didn't even, I didn't even want to bring it up. Um, I actually uh, was blessed to give, give, give him a, a prophetic word. He received it, and, and uh, uh, awesome, awesome, great, uh, you know, great time. I wasn't worried about it, um, but I would love to do blessing business, the remix. With, oh my uh, god! I think that, that, would, that, be, would, be I think that would be crazy. You know, because because his energy is through the roof, and, and uh, hey, it, it wouldn't do nothing but raise the bar. I- <laughs> Absolutely, and Dietrich is so creative, and yep. so are you. And yep. those two things, y'all two together, I think would be ridiculous. Yeah, and he has such yeah. a really good range too, just like you. So yeah, yeah. I think that would be a really yeah, good match for sure. Yeah, he's sick. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So question number two. Um, I guess you kind of answered this one already, but we'll, let's see if you can think of something else. What's a resource that has helped you in your music ministry journey? What's a resource, man? Um, people. <laughs> um, okay. Um, yeah, that's valid. Yeah, people. Um, you know, being in the right place at the right time. You know, people like, like I said, Jerry Cummings, um, Leonardo Butler, um. You know, uh, Tim Johnson. What's going on, man? <laughs> uh, you know, um, Cedric Easton. Um, I, I tell you what. What's helped me is the fact that I don't look at what somebody has has achieved or has not achieved to determine whether or not they have information. That's that's what's helped me. <laughs> you know. Right. Yeah. I feel you on that. Yeah, I love that you said that. Um, I think we forget sometimes how much of a resource our neighbor, our brother, our sister can be to us, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. whether or not they have this big name or not. Um, that's really, really valid. So uh, I feel you on that. All right. What is the best music business advice you have received? Uh, the best music advice, I wouldn't say uh, music advice, if you will. Um, uh I would say the best business because music is a business. When you, once you, the, the, the ministry part, we know, but when you step into this zone where we're at, this is business. Um, it's just what you're you know promoting. So the best advice that I've gotten was from Eric Saunders, who is my, my tax consultant and he helped me get an LLC. And Told, taught me about business credit, building business credit. And that's, that's the reason why people have issues with putting out their content because they don't have the funding. Well, you have to develop the funding and you keep it separate from your personal by establishing a business. And then your expenses from your business gets written off. Right? You know, so, um, yeah, yeah, that's the best one. LLC. 
Oh, that was good. We're gonna have to have you come back and teach a class or something for real because that was good. Yes, that was so good. All right, so if you can just leave us with a few words to the listening audience, to all the independent gospel artists out there that are listening to the gospel underground, just a few uh, words of encouragement. uh, You know, just to encourage you, I I would say um, get to know the voice of the Most High God, please, Um, because. He's the author and the finisher. And we and we say these things. We say all these ambiguous things. But when you come into the knowledge of the truth, um, another good resource was a good another good person. Got to shout him out. Shout him out. Uh, Jerry Silvers. Um, but, uh, you know, he's the one that leads you because people are going to forsake you. I promise you. They're going to let you down. You know. Um, he's got to be your hope, you know, and, and 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 if you if you really tune into him, he'll tell you when things are turning. I, I can't tell you how many times when, uh, you know, I've gotten into uh, an agreement that I've seen going sour. I had foresight that it was it was going to take a turn, a left turn that the person wasn't going to do right because I was always keeping that before the most high God. And he would, I would say, I need this. And, and, and there will be a diversion. And by the time they go left, I've already, so I don't feel the effect of what their left turn would have done, how they could have botched a next, you know, uh, another deal or, or even my, my, my thought processes. You know, um, a lot of people don't trust people. I trust God. I don't, you know, I trust God. And I'm always looking for God in that person. If I don't see it, I don't move, you know. Um, you don't need to be hasty. You don't need to be in, 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 a, in a hurry. You know, um, time is really here to help you develop. You know, you're already who you're supposed to be. You just have not come into the already. So when you have that pr- perspective, that desperation and that anxiety, I used to have anxiety attack. Oh, my God. That thing used to lay me out. I'm like, I don't feel like it. I ain't going to make it. You know, and that's another, and that's, I'm going to stop right here. This was the biggest one. Stop looking at people. Stop looking at people um, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a way, in such a way that they're here and, and you're not. Right? Stop looking at people in that wise. You know, um, you don't know what they've done, good, bad, or indifferent. You don't know what shoulders they had to rub, hands they had to shake. Deals they had to sign. Everything is not what it seems, you know. So, and we're not trying to debunk them, you know. That it might have been the Holy Ghost that did it, you know. It might have been God, you know. Everybody, all God. I'm not that that guy that's going to make this ambiguous and so high and grandioso. But I will tell you, He will tell you what to do, you know. He will show you the way. So, you got to trust Him, you know. Got to trust Him. Amen. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. Sean, thank you so much for joining me. I know that everybody that's listening to this is going to be so, so blessed. We definitely have to have you come back. Like I said, maybe teach a class or something. You just got to come back and preach to us again, okay? (laughs) So thank you, thank you, thank you. Really quick before we go, please share all your socials and all your information, how people can reach out to you and contact you and all that good stuff. Yes, website is www.iamshawnscales.com. Um, Instagram is Mr. Scales, the number four. 
life. Uh, Instagram, I already said that. Facebook, uh, <laughs> Facebook uh, is my name, Sean, S-E-A-N, uh, Scales, S-C-A-L-E-S. Um, I will definitely end email if you want to email me. Um, it's SeanScalesMusic at gmail.com. Um, if you reach out to me, I'll definitely reach out to you. All right. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you again so much. We praise God for all of your knowledge and your wisdom and just for stopping by and hanging out with your girl. All right. Yes, yes. So definitely want to have you back again soon. And we just pray God's continued blessings over your music ministry in Jesus name. Thank you guys for listening and we'll speak to you soon. All right, family. I know that you guys were blessed by that interview because I was blessed by it. Okay. Sean was dropping so many gems, so much knowledge and just so much. Okay. So I hope that you all took your notes. Um, and also feel free to reach out to him. He is mad cool, a really, really down to earth brother. And I'm sure he will be happy to hear from you and to hear that you enjoyed his interview on the gospel underground. So, so don't forget to support his music ministry. Sean is an incredible singer and songwriter. Like I shared in the interview, he's one of my top five male vocalists of all time. So make sure you support his music ministry. All of his links and contact information will be down in the show notes. And you can also listen to his music on the Gospel Underground playlist, which is available on Apple Music and Spotify. So let us continue to support I love you guys so much. This has been an incredible year. I pray that we have been the resource that you were looking for, the resource that you may not even have known that you needed, okay? I want every independent gospel artist to win. I want you all to give what the Most High God has given you to this world because we need more strong, uh, uplifting, convicting, Holy Spirit filled gospel music. Amen. And whatever I can do to assist you on that journey, I want to be able to do that. All right. So if you enjoyed this episode and if you enjoyed the gospel underground, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode and make sure you tag us on Instagram. We are at the underscore gospel underground. Okay. Please make sure you tag us and share with your friends and also please give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That way, more independent gospel artists just like you will be able to find this show and be blessed by it as well. Guys, it's the end of the year. I'm so excited to be going on break. I am literally recording this in my bed, okay? Because I'm ready to go on break, okay? But I love you guys so much. It's been a phenomenal year, an incredible, incredible year. And I just bless the name of our God, the most high God, the Lord Jesus Christ, for calling me for such a time as this to, to, to be a mentor and to teach you all and support into you all and to share with you all my resources and contacts. Because as the saying goes, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. And that's what we're doing here at the Gospel Underground. We are going and spreading this good news through music together. All right. So I love you guys so, so, so much. Don't forget to join us back here January 9th for season four. Love you guys so much. Stay focused on Jesus. Keep one another in prayer. And I will speak to you in the new year.